0: This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather.
1: This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head.
2: And this is the Blue Fez. And
1: you are listening to
0: Unseen
1: <laughs> Radio. Um, Alright. This evening's episode, therapy session, if you will, um, is Love Death and Robots. All right, this is a Netflix um, anthology um, that um, combines a lot of 2D and 3D animation uh, into these short little kind of science fiction um, stories. All right, there are 18 episodes in the first season. Uh, They are telling us that there's going to be a second season that's coming out. Um, Nice. I, uh, you know, everybody kept telling me to watch this uh, series, and I just kept putting it off and putting it off, um, and then maybe a month ago, I sat down and devoured them, you know, and then I watched them again, um, and uh, they're almost, all of them are really, really good, you know, I obviously, I have my favorites uh, of the the ones that are in here, um, but they reminded me of um, what used to go around years ago um, which was this kind of animation festival so all of the award-winning animations for a year would be compiled into a movie and they would then send them out to all these different kind of uh, lower end theaters Um, so we would go to one called the glenburn every year and um, sometimes it would be two whole movies so you'd get tickets to come back like on sunday or whatever So you'd have Saturday, which would be like two and a half, sometimes three hours. um, And then, you know, the same on Sunday. And you'd just see all kinds of just crazy stuff. And it was from all over the world. So every place was was pretty much represented with these. Um, And then so when I saw this, I thought, well, this is really cool. I mean, this is kind of like that as well, because I'm looking at the people that are producing um, these individual shorts, and they're all... um, just you know from all over the place um, and it's very diverse um, but they do have a kind of a theme running through them you know and that's love death and robots <laughs> um, so which I, th- I thought was a really good I keep conflating that and I keep saying love hate and robots and I'm like okay, <laughs> so love death and robots so much better all right, so let's uh, let's kind of go around the table and see, you know, what are some of the favorite episodes that you've watched of this series? You know, what what are the ones that stand out to you? Um, so let's start with Professor Feather.
0: I would like to start to say that uh, this was written and pretty much over overseen by Tim Miller, um, who um, who directed Deadpool. <laughs> No, and yeah. and a really really good terminator called dark fate which i that that was a joke um <laughs> you know it, it's it's the brent spiner uh, let's let's make an aging fucking robot you know jesus christ <laughs> what, what can i say uh, but anyway i'm hoping uh, tim got a lot of money for that but he did do Deadpool, view. and i will say deadpool is one of my all-time favorite movies um, and kudos to him for, for you know, overseeing this and putting it together. And a spoiler alert, I'm going to go with the very end. My absolute favorite one is the very last one. Um, I, what is it called? Zima Blue or something like that. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's absolutely a beautiful, beautiful movie. And the whole idea behind uh, artistry um, and how 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 an artist works um is just absolutely fantastic. I thought it was the best episode out of all of them. And I liked almost every episode. Uh, some of them were very derivative and, you know, right. re- very remind re- reminding of uh other uh, you know, heavy metal, you know, some some of that kind of thing. But rightfully so, but not all of them. And the only other one I want to talk about which I could not for the life of me, I mean, I kind of understand it, but yet I, I went what the fuck um, it's, I don't even know what it's called. It's the one with, uh, what's that guy name? Tofu? Um, tofu to- Grace. Oh, that's it. Tofu Grace. Yeah. Grace and um, Dick's father or Dick's son or whatever. Dick's dick, whatever. But that one, I thought it just didn't make sense. It, um, it, it was kind of an, it was a very old and very trite uh, concept. The concept is you have this old refrigerator, and they open up, and he—he, he, it's him and his girlfriend, and uh, you know they have the typical, you know, I guess this is the love part because they had the typical, you know, uh, uh, slacker banter going on, and they open it up because he's going to put an ice cube in his wine. That right there should have told me <laughs> how how stupid this episode was going to be. Um, he pulls out the ice cube, and inside the ice cube is a miniature mastodon. Which is kind of interesting, you know? Well, so they go, oh, let's go look and see. So they go dig into this refrigerator, which is totally I- encased in ice. It looks like my little refrigerator I got in my, my bedroom. Um, minus the mastodons. But um, we have a lot of vermin. In it, did you <laughs> look? <laughs> I was going to say, did you look all the way after- up? <laughs> reference to the last episode. But anyway, um, so they start digging in there. Well, they find this civilization in there. Uh, living inside of this and it's it's growing at at an exponential rate uh just super fast you know um, every and and it's like evolving and everything which i think okay you know that's not a bad idea the the thing that got me and 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 uh, you know maybe somebody else who i don't know who else has seen this or even can even you could even talk about this the two people are watching this like it's a, an everyday occurrence like it? This happens every day. Oh yeah, let's watch it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. This is nothing unusual. Oh yeah. Oh, that's just kind of cute. Oh, look at it. Oh, look, they're having a nuclear war. Oh, you know. And the funniest part was he's look staring in when a, a nuclear blast goes off, and he gets his face burnt. Um, uh, it would have been better if it was burnt off. I think the the show would have been way better, the the episode. But I just didn't. It it you know it it didn't seem to fit into the 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 whole. Uh, milieu of the rest of the of the of the shows, it was almost a throwaway, and maybe that was the maybe that was the whole object. I, you to know, be light, I, I yeah, I, I just, but it just kind of bothered me because every I thought all the rest of them were so well done, mm-hmm. and, right. and 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 mm-hmm. even, you know, you could stretch your imagination on all the rest of them, but that one just, I just couldn't, you know, I guess I believe, I I think there should be some sort of verisimilitude. To a degree, you know, if you have two normal human beings looking into this refrigerator who don't freak out at this, who think you just kind of treat it like it's a normal thing, you know, I that just totally threw the whole episode that 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 episode off, right? um, That seemed to be a remake of an
3: episode of The Simpsons,
0: yes, or a future yes, yes. No, and no, that's a theme that's gone back in science fiction from the, yeah. from the dawn of science fiction, right. the, the yeah, Simpsons, Lisa, all those, that. all those people stole it. That's not a, that's yeah. not an original. Well, I say it wasn't thing. saying
3: original, but at least Lisa had genuine emotions watching it, you know, as a character, she was more sympathetic <laughs> toward.
0: That's true. And uh, yeah, that's true. Watching true. it.
3: It was more surprised. It was way react. more
0: entertaining too. So, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I mean, I love that there again, you know, it had great animation, you know, the, the whole right. animation inside that refrigerator, it was just beautiful. And, you know, it was very, everything i have no I, I had no qualms the acting was was good you know um I, I really do like tofu i think he's a he's a pretty decent actor but um yeah just that but that's all i can that's all i got to say about it all the rest of me can talk about the rest of them. those are the two i wanted to talk about
1: all right so let's throw this one over to uh blue Fez. All righty. So
2: the first thing that struck me about this anthology series was how similar it was to Heavy Metal. That was like the, the thing that stood out to me. And when you do a little bit of digging and uh, as Professor Feather said, you find out that Tim Miller was, had a hand in this and then also David Fincher. And this was originally supposed to be a rebooted uh, Heavy Metal project and I, I i don't think they got the permission to do it so they said well okay screw you guys we're just gonna do our own thing and here we have you know love death robots i loved the the anthology not all of them hit you know i i, I agree the ice age one eh, it's all right it's okay um you know when the yogurt took over eh, okay you know but i i guess if you if you look at it from like the heavy metal sort of point of view then you know it's okay that sometimes it kind of weaved outside of those the whole robot theme uh one of my favorites was the witness which is the one where the the young girl witnesses the murder across the in the building across and then there's that whole chase sequence and it's this sort of like loop that they're they're caught yeah. in this endless loop the i really
3: Twilight zone ending that's what i thought it was like I, I, yep there it is
2: I, I really enjoyed it but i think one of the things that i really really enjoyed was that a lot of these, if not all of them, were all CG, and I mean, it, we're we're talking top of the line CG animation, and it was um, it was some of it more stylized than others, but it was just beautiful to watch. Um, uh, the Secret War, the one with the Russians at the end, that was really well done. Uh, I, I also liked Good Hunting, uh, the one the it was, I think it was a, the, the Japanese one the the shapeshifter it was all oh, animated yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it it, it yeah, wasn't yeah, he augmenting favorite. her oh that was that was beautiful just just yeah right beautiful yeah, every the,
3: yeah steampunk and
2: yeah it, it, there was just so much good but on top of that I really did enjoy the three robots though the, the, the yes. three that yes. they're, they're just walking around the apocalyptic wasteland and the, how it ends with the cat it was just
4: a cat that, yeah, that was
2: the best <laughs> it was just <laughs> yeah speaking yeah, I, about <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um I'm. I I want more. That's watching these uh, left me wanting more. It's like I want to see more content like this. This is you know, you know, it's got that like you said, heavy metal, Twilight Zone. Yeah, I'm. You know, and then you got throwing robots on top of it. I'm. I'm all right. in. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's great, and
0: it's great that that you know each episode was approximately ten minutes. Yeah, yes. a few are yeah. a little lo- longer but but right. I r- I really like short short and sweet, yep. yeah.
3: Very short
0: right. and and to the point and, and but so well done, you know, yeah. that right. That, that, yeah, that that was one of the Good things that I took away from watching the watching the whole yeah. series. Kind of yeah. reminds
4: yeah. you of uh what was that? It came out much uh Robot Carnival.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> I remember I, that. I, yeah. I
4: like this a lot more than Robot Carnival. I mean, Robot yeah. Carnival even more of a hit or miss. I mean, there was a couple uh, I love the opening. And mm-hmm. I, there was a one with, uh, they were kind of, uh, I don't mean to be talking about that one, but it was just the Frankenstein one where they kind of, I love the artwork for that one. Not so much the story, but the artwork was really neat. By yeah. going back yes. to Love and Robots, yeah, that was.
1: Yeah, and I. Yeah, I, the
4: whole being short and sweet, I, I really right. liked it and just mm-hmm. visually overwhelming. It was really nice. It was good.
1: Yeah, and uh, apparently there's a huge shift right now because of the whole situation that the world is in where people have to work from home, um, and there's a lot of movie and live-action stuff that can't be shot. A lot of people are gearing towards all of this animation stuff, uh, and there's a, a huge amount of production. So, like, if you go to like um, the different uh, art freelance boards, they are just chock full of... And they want animators can work from home, concept artists. It's just, I mean, it's it's phenomenal. So, um, so there's going to be a shift, and I think we're going to start seeing uh, a lot of that, uh, this kind of content coming out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, a lot of it's going to be more commercial, but I think stuff like mm-hmm. this is going to be, you know, pretty awesome. So, Doctor Tar, what uh, what do you got on these? What do I, you? I like? guess I really
4: don't have a favorite one, but you know, kind of like what you guys are saying. Just overall, I, I just consumed the whole thing so quickly because I liked it. I just fell into it. <laughs> and I did really kind of like the one with the farmers. No, yeah, you know, It kind of starts off yeah. thinking, you know, like something like in Kansas or whatever. And all of a sudden right. it just kind of balloons into this epic battle for the planet and survival. And it was just, in giant mechs too to yeah. add, but it just, it was, I liked it. It was, all of them were just good. I mean, even the worst ones where I sat through them and watched them because they, they, they kept my attention until, you you know, you may you picked it apart later. But And there
0: again, you knew it was going to be short. So, you know, yeah. you, you right. were willing to sit through it, and, you know, right. wait for the next right. one. And the other thing about I didn't do that. I would watch one or two and then I go watch something else. I go do something else. I always use them. I always came back to them as interim. Well, um, I didn't watch them all. I didn't right. watch them all. At the for same me, time.
4: when I say I blew through it. Yeah, you're right, though. You, broke you watched a couple and then you came back but i did it through a week it wasn't like Mm -hmm. normally i would come back you know more than a week but it was just it intrigued me enough that i wanted to keep going and see more of it and
1: that's that's interesting because i i blew through them in like two days and then (laughs) now i keep going back to them so like i'll probably have there's a couple of them that i really like that i've watched multiple times keep rewatching just because you know i'm like okay i can go watch this and then i'm done Mm -hmm. i'm going to bed you know um uh, and they're they're they are rewatchable, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So is there any other ones, Doctor Tar, that jump out at you besides you know? And what what is it about the the mech? Jump out at me? Yeah. No. Okay, the-
4: I, I mean there probably are. I, I was one have to that, look
1: again, just, but let's talk just, about the I one. I like
4: that- the series as whole, and I liked the concept of it, and I liked there again being an anthology. I liked being short and sweet like that. It's like stories too. If you're gonna do short stories, yeah. King was always better at short stories than he was his full novels. Same idea. but even And like, I think that was good. Being tight, controlled. Right. Boom.
1: But to actually talk go. about the story, the, but, the yeah, one overall, that you chose. I can't wait which,
4: to see the second season.
1: The one that you, you were talking see about. What they have to offer. Why is it so good, Dr. Tar? is what about that particular episode about the farmers was successful? Because to me, it's a really kind of cliche story. I mean, it is. What did they, I, I, what did I agree. they do I, but what did they do right?
4: What did they do right?
1: Yeah. To to make it such a compelling... because I think it's a really compelling, you know, little piece.
4: I I I can't put my finger on it why it I liked it so much. I I guess cause it it just ended up being it was a cliche story. Uh but uh just the overall the way it was presented you know, at the end with the, you know, and just kind of like expand. You find out this is just one community that's doing this. It's other communities. And it's, it's a worldwide colonization that's going on. And, you know, and then you've got, you know, whatever these creatures are. Maybe they're the original inhabitants fighting back or whatever. But, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you one specific reason why I like that one so much. But it just, it was there. Action, whatever. Yeah, you want I, your, very comic book
3: in our American cultural mindset we still have a, a lot of empathy and, and regard for the for the family farm, for the family farm and the family yeah. farmer. And here he is just trying to protect protect their livelihood, protect their stock, protect you know and then when you see the savageness of these creatures it is just you see what they're up against you know and um there's so many of them but then i just like the twist when you know when the mechas came out i was like oh okay because here's the new tractor here's you know i just i liked that twist um but you Within that very short story, you you had a family. You knew who this family was. You knew what they were fighting for. You knew this was a small net community, so it was kind of easy to root for them. In the in the the midst of this very specific danger, the perimeter is being breached. We have to protect our family. It's like it's so so simple.
4: And And yeah, very black and white about what's going
3: on. And right, exactly. I think we all can relate to that. We we identify and it's easy to put ourselves in that those characters' places. We we are protecting our home. We're protecting our loved ones. We're looking out for one another. It's those kind of very simple relationships, but 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 done together collectively in earnest. We're all kind of fighting for the same thing in a way in a very microcosm yeah. um, of, of life. So I think that's might be one of the reasons why we all liked it because I thought it was one of, it was one of the one of my favorites too of all of them.
1: I think yeah. it it is a complete two-hour Pixar movie in 10 minutes. Seriously, like, they hit every beat with no fluff. They didn't have to, ex- there's no exposition. You figured shit out as it went along. You're like, right. what kind of fucking scarecrow is that at the beginning? And then you're mm-hmm. like, going, I hope that scarecrow does what it's supposed to. You know, I mean, it's, right. Uh, you know, they the the callback, they have the the comic relief, then it becomes serious, There's sacrifice. I mean, it just, they literally just go... And they they created an entire movie in 10 minutes, which I'm like, oh, that would be the perfect trailer that I'd never have to see the movie.
0: (laughs) That's called good writing.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, that's that's really, and I think to put that into 10 minutes, you really have to understand the first, second, and third act and just fucking get to them, you know, and they do. That's why I think even though they hit a bunch of tropes, there's, it's, you know, oh, it's a bug hunt, you know, it's, you know, it's all those different things. Um, But that's why they hit
4: the tropes, to keep it short
1: and let everybody know
4: what, yeah.
1: And then we, and then, you know, because you're wondering, is this earth? Has earth gotten fucked over the years? And then they, you know, zoom out and you're like, yeah, that's not earth. (laughs) These are pioneers, you know, just, you know, in a bigger sense. But yeah, I agree. That's a a really good one. Um, So Dr. Head.
3: Uh, I, I, I don't want to say the same thing as everyone uh, else said, but I agree with you as a series as a whole and, and everything that you've all said about what you love about it. I, I agree that short and sweet to the point. Um, I'm not always crazy about anthologies, but because of the time investment was so little, it allowed me to just fully invest into whatever story they're going to tell me now. I'll just, I'm going to be right into it. You know, whether it was the sunny's edge with the, which I thought had a nice twist uh, with mm. the fighting yep. um, but three robots when because it, it was number two because Sunny's Edge is really intense and then the three robots I'm like oh this is going to be a fun series because they're going to throw comedy at you they're going to throw something really serious and then the witness I thought oh okay that's that was a different kind of intensity with the chase and then the twist at the end so I was willing to take the journey with everyone. I liked Sucker of Souls, you know, even though it was the, the whole take on the Dracula thing. Mm-hmm. I even liked the Yogurt took over because it was so silly and short, like six minutes. It was like, we're not going to spend too much time. Yeah, the Yogurt took over. How silly. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, I and I liked the, uh, you know, the shapeshifters. Uh, it was, again, a, a trite, I've seen it before, but the, it was so well done. And I liked the animation. was like, my God, are these motion captured actors? Are these- I know. Are these, you know, Or is it complete, complete animation? Um, and the same thing with Lucky 13, which I thought, oh, it's Memphis Bell. You know, that story of here's the ship that's kind of going to take care of the crew and and almost is, becomes a, a, a character itself, the relationship between the pilot and the ship, you know, the inevitable sacrifice. But again, I was pulled in and also mesmerized by the animation. Like I just could not pull away. And as, same thing with Fish Knight. I thought... A simple story but the animation was so beautiful i'm like oh i wanted to kind of i, I could see it it was here the and the, the thought of this the concept of, the, of these ghosts of these fish these creatures that were in the seabed from millions of years ago I thought, oh that's great uh well that's a fantastic concept you know so there was just a lot of them that i thought were just so intense helping hand remind me a lot of the, mm. the one with um uh george clooney and uh Oh, gravity, yeah, gravity. You know that kind of, you know, um, again, short, sweet. You know what's happening, and so it, I, I just so appreciated the series because it, of what it, what it was shooting for, and and I'm very excited about what what they're going to do next. But uh, you know, just, the animation just, just blew me away, and and the uh, conciseness, like like uh, Feather said, good writing. You know, almost top to bottom. Um, and everyone was entertaining, even though not all of them hit the same, same level, but it was, it was a-
4: and I'm so glad they didn't use all the same style. Mm.
3: Yeah. Kept it all the artists yeah. different and fresh and mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of let them do what they're going to do. Cause some was the hyper realistic, like, like the witness and, and lucky 13, I thought were hyper realistic. And then you have, um, the, the Pixar look with the three robots and, but then the silliness almost like, uh. Well, definitely Pixar cartoony when you like the yogurt took over. You know, it looks like everyone looks like a little Dilbert or something, or from up. You know, they're kind of very right. very stylized, kind of kind of peoples that kind of fit the tone of what the story they were telling.
0: Yeah, yeah, and if you watch the um, the very last one that I talked about, what was it? it's something blue? What I can't oh Zima. Is it Zima Blue? I was right. Fourteen is Zima
3: Blue. The last one is blue.
4: I thought you were making fun of that drink. Uh, Yeah, no. (laughs)
0: That that is an extremely stylized uh, cartoon, or you know, animation. I should say, yes, Uh, cartoon. uh, And you know, but when you watch it, and and you kind of go, okay, you know, it it has kind of that that odd feel, but the payoff at the end really, really. kind of makes the whole the makes whole sense, stylized me. yeah yeah, it, yeah the stylization actually has a purpose and has a sense by, by the by the very ending uh, which i won't I reveal yeah. i won't reveal in case somebody out there wants to watch it because it 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 threw me it really threw me and and it's a statement that's a an extremely good statement for anybody that claims to be any sort of an artist yeah,
1: I think that's true, and I, you know, I think you you mentioned the yogurt one. Um, I think that pairs up with the dump as well. Because yeah, it's, because it's really about yeah. consumerism, yeah. and you know, the different ends. One of right. the consumer ends is that the the consumer product says, "Yeah, fuck the earth, I'm out of here." Um, you know, and then the other one is the dump, which is where they discard all their consumer objects. Right. And the world when... comes to
3: me eventually. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. I thought, yeah, and it was so good. it
1: was right, yeah. and
3: it was just the, the the fact that here's a sentient. Yeah. garbage and, and the creature the way it designed it like a big pu- mm-hmm. like a big dog mm-hmm. you know it was just again
1: light enough to be you, you understood the likeness of it and uh yeah. it was it was great. also the one the dump was the one that balanced out the boobs with the schlong so <laughs> <laughs> um it, and then the other one i liked was uh alternate alternate histories Mm. um with the because it very really strange felt, one yeah. yeah it felt like this uh, educational infographic you know <laughs> that just kept repeating <laughs> itself saying well if this happened if this happened um it was very clever and I, the pacing is what really got me you know it was just kind of it was almost like uh, reading Douglas Adams right it was very <laughs> you know, yeah. very, you know, parody, uh, kind of oriented. Um, but yeah, you guys hit on almost everything that I was thinking was good, which is pretty much everything. I think probably my least favorite one was the one where the guy wakes up, uh, and finds out that he's being controlled by some space spider. Um, you know, they're oh. like on some mission or whatever it is, you know, I mean, to me, that one just didn't really, it didn't really have the backing of anything other than, eh, you know, alternate reality. Um, I like the one with the monsters. There was a nice twist, I think, at the end of that one, where the the fighting monsters, where they were, you know, sci- mm-hmm. uh, you know, cybernetically connected uh, to them. Sunny, what was that? Sunny's uh, Sunny's choice. That Sonny. was the yeah.
4: that was the very first one, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, the very, that was the first yeah. one.
1: Yeah, which I was uh, the same. I I watched that and I thought, oh my gosh, this is this just going to be like really dark stuff? Um, and then you get the three robots, which reminded mm-hmm. me of the that one. Great. Yeah, it's the one. Um, When they're on the spaceship, and the girl gets sucked up out of the White House, and she screws the toaster. Um, Just those robots and the aliens, and they're, like, snorting drugs off the floor. (laughs) Heavy uh, metal, yeah. Yeah, heavy metal. It was (laughs) was super, uh, super interesting. Um, Yeah, I think probably my least favorite one was Fish Night. Um, I don't know that I just get it, and every time I watch it, I'm like, I'm not sure what the... Purposes here. Well,
4: so. you you've always said you don't like weirdness for weirdness, and I sometimes I like that. I yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, it's I it's weird when they just so huh? It's weird. It's beautiful. I mean, I love yeah, lo- yeah. you know, everything yeah, about it, it is, it is just very well done. Uh, I just
4: I, like know. that idea of the past still haunting. You, it's still right. there. You know what I mean? It, the yeah. idea that they're.
1: I just I it, thought it still resonates. A shark eating a salesman. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was the whole point. You know, so. Death of a salesman. <laughs> In a bizarre way. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any others that we haven't. Uh, oh, the, the the last one was the secret war, which was a, I thought very well done, but a very typical kind of story, right? You know, with the the platoon uh, going after the vermin. Um, the I don't. We don't even know what they are, do we?
0: Well, it's supernatural.
1: Supernatural. Yeah. Okay. Right. You know. Oh, that's right. Button? You're right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which brings in, you know, brought in a, a kind of a different, yes. you know, uh, storyline. Yeah. And that one also, when I started watching it, um, um, I've mentioned this before. Well, when we've kind of talk, hit on this, that, yeah, that's one of the hyper-realistic ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of playing a game. Uh, mm-hmm, because yeah. games nowadays are so hyper-realistic. Yes. And, um, and a lot of the movies, like all of the Final Fantasy movies, uh, you know, there's a lot of movies out there right now that have been made that are, uh, like CG, kind of kind of you know, they're, that, yeah. they're CG movies. There are no real actors in them. And, 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 you know, we we're talking about that kind of being a trend because of, of the way the the world is today. Um, I think that was a trend before this, uh, you know, uh, and quite a big trend. And I think it's just going to continue. Um, and I forget who the person was that, uh, Coined the phrase of synthespians, mm. but um, I think that's a great phrase and, yeah. and which also brings in, you know, a, a lot of uh, legal ramifications, but that's a whole different uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think so, uh,
1: I th- think that term synthespians has more meaning because Literally, when I look at some of these, they look like combination of actors. Like, you couldn't nail one particular actor for that. Well, they'd probably name. do that on purpose. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, I yeah. mean, like, uh, you know, the one where the spider took over their minds or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that dude looked like uh, Gerard Butler, kind yeah. of. You know, yeah, but, kind of. you know, there was something. And then uh, looking at the guy that was the main guy in um, The Secret War, he he looked like somebody. Like, I kept looking at him going, who does he look like? But All right. it was just very elusive.
4: Humphrey Bogart with blonde hair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Spiked. Um, some of the writers of these were are some pretty uh, significant uh, sci-fi writers uh, these days, too. Um, the one that really jumps out at me is John Scalzi. Um and uh, he's written a, a bunch of stuff um i think he's got a series like i'm trying to think of what that series was uh yeah he wrote I, quite a lot of them yeah and he but he's got one that's it's like a parody and i think it's called the red shirts or something like that um and you know i think a lot of what he does kind of has a parody on you know uh star trek or some of those other stuff but Um, he's a lot like, uh, he's like a modern day Robert Heinlein with a sense of humor, you know, the, uh, very military oriented all that kind of stuff. But I think, you know, the fact that they're also getting some of these, you know, writers to do some of these things, you know, lends a lot of kind of, uh, interest to the stories themselves. Um, and you can see that because John Scalzi wrote that alternate histories, you know, mm-hmm. the the six, you know, different timelines involving uh, Adolf Hitler.
3: And you figure with the anthology format and you said, Look, you got ten minutes to tell a story, that allows the writers to kind of just go crazy with it in a way. Just churn out ten minutes of the best stuff they can do and, and with an anthology you can afford to have so many different styles. Because if you don't and like, like one, like, do
4: you have argued like before. Edit your mm-hmm. Get all that in there and you know what you want to say, but yeah, it, But it's neat. That's the fun of
1: doing that stuff. I mean, that's the challenge. Yeah. Does anybody have any uh, final thoughts or any kind of connections they want to try to make between some of these episodes?
0: No. No. no just... <laughs> I,
1: like, I like the zoom in. That was <laughs> so final. All right, then. We're going to get up on out of here like a robot. Let's do the robot, everybody. Come on. Okay, we're done. I thought we
4: were.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, that's just me
4: being stiff. Ow.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say!
1: Listening to um,
4: and we still use tubes.
1: Of Ben Gay? Have guess. <laughs> Preparation H.
4: Now that's in there too.
0: <laughs> that's a deep subject. It is. <laughs> It's it's, well, now, Gen Gen. Actually
1: just on the surface, but that was <laughs> But it's pretty easy on the home. <laughs> <sighs> and if you know what movie that's from, send us an email at unsane radio <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, tell us what movie that uh, that reference is from, uh, and uh, we'll send we'll you some, something. We'll send you some preparation H. <laughs> H-Bombs. Uh, preparation U. Preparation Unsane Radio. You can visit us uh, at unsaneradio.com. Where else can they find us? Twitterverse.
4: Um, on the Facebook.
1: We're everywhere. Yes. We're plastered. Tarnfeather.com. You've got We Freaks. W e e f r e e k on Facebook and uh, Mark Justice Comma Writer on Facebook. You can find Unsane Radio on Facebook somewhere. You can find our Tiger Together and individually. Psycho Cinema. And you can also hear Mark's headphones. We'll get top billing for the first, for the end of this episode. <laughs>